When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gosh, it's hard to imagine the Ohio State Buckeyes any hotter than they are right now on the recruiting trail. The reality is this happens somewhat frequently, but it's still not something you should necessarily get used to. Brian Hartline strikes again. Mylon Graham is coming to Columbus. Just the latest in a a long line now of really high-end commitments the Buckeyes have brought in on the offensive side of the ball. John Garcia is here to talk to us all about it. We're going to break it down next on Buckeye Breakdown. We've got the whole crew together as we cover Ohio State with our instant analysis from Ohio State. There's something that doesn't feel right. Unbelievable effort from him today. Is EJ Liddell going to crack the first team all Big Ten? I think he can be the guy. I'm not trying to start a quarterback controversy. He seems to have the durability. He certainly has the toughness. This is the question on a lot of people's minds here. Welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. It's been a little while. Glad to be back with you. I'm Brendan Gulick alongside John Garcia, Jr., our recruiting expert here on Buckeyes Now. Very uh, very well plugged in across the country. He's been with SI All-American for a long time. You know him. You've seen him for a while. He's been on our pod several times before and now an integral part of our Ohio State coverage. And, John, there's big news yesterday because, uh, once again, the Buckeyes have landed another big commitment in Milan Graham. Uh, and, and the reality is it, it sort of strikes a different chord, I think, in both ways. One, another five-star kid that Brian Hartline has brought in that, frankly, I think fans can be really excited about. Uh, but once again, here we are, you know, in, in the heart of spring ball, right? We're a week and a half away from the spring game, and this class is really coming together nicely. 100%, BG. And you're starting to expect these blue-chip receivers all the time at Ohio State. But we're not used to seeing this one class stacked on the next, stacked on the next. Typically in recruiting, there's almost a compensation for, hey, you grab a five-star or a great group like Ohio State signed in 2023, you expect a downshift, whether it's from a volume or from a talent perspective, sometimes both. And this is not exclusive to, to every program. This is everyone, top to bottom Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, USC, Texas, whatever it is, you expect a bit of a drop-off because, hey, this group sees the last group and says, hey, you know, maybe maybe there's not a path to playing time. But here comes Brian Hartline. All you have already on board is the number one receiver in the country unanimously in Jeremiah Smith. And, oh, by the way, now Mylon Graham, who's in the top five across the board, who could maybe end up as the number two when all is said and done, he jumps on board. So I think this is – it's amazing. The expectations are sky high and yet it is still being exceeded. But I think this says a lot about the type of kid that is willing to come to Columbus because all of these recruits are very familiar with one another. They're playing the same position, but they do know at Ohio state one, the best players will play and the most competitive have to have that in their DNA beyond any stars, any stats, any production, uh, because obviously there's so much talent at one spot there that it's just remarkable to see how much uh, it continues to stack up. But once again, 
we're talking about the best position group uh, for Ohio State is is kind of automatically now shifted once again to the wide receiver spot. Because if Mylon Graham is your number two, uh, I think it's it's about as an embarrassment <laughs> of riches as as any recruiting position in, in this class of 2024 has been built anywhere across the country. So this is uh again, it, you're you're floored. You're floored by the consistency, the depth and the volume all of a sudden of the wide receiver talent headed to Columbus because Graham can absolutely go. Jeremiah Smith is that classic wide receiver one, 6'3", 200 pounds, can do everything. Graham is a little bit more twitched up. You can get it to him deep. You can throw him the ball short and allow him to, to work thereafter. Excellent instincts and burst uh, after the catch. Great in the return game as well. So you start to look at these guys together and think they actually complement one another both very polished route runners both over six foot one with great length range and ball skills just a lot of traits that we're becoming accustomed to when we talk about ohio state wide receivers and and it just looks like it's the start of, of another very special group you know i think one of the things that most impresses me about coach hartline is that he he's not necessarily recruiting the the exact same mold, the exact same prototype kid. And you could see it on the roster even just a couple of years ago. Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba were very different, you know, physically built. And yet the Buckeyes find ways to maximize, yes, the really high-end skill sets for those two players, um, but they find ways to put those guys in the right positions. And obviously, it, I mean, look, it helps when you have a good quarterback Helps when you have, you know, an offense that that can click the way uh, Ryan Day has gotten this offense to to click over the course of now multiple quarterbacks. And yeah, look, we don't yet know who's going to be the starting quarterback. Will it be Kyle McCord? Will it be Devin Brown? Um, I'd be pretty surprised if it was somebody other than those two. But the reality is these guys are going to come in and have Marvin Harrison Jr., who frankly, I think right now would be a top five pick in the draft, ready to go. Yeah. Um, you've, you've got legit talent on this year's roster and both of those quarterbacks you would think would be multi-year starting quarterbacks. And so you start projecting forward and it just keeps on, you know, the, the, the cycle keeps on turning. I almost feel like this is the kind of thing that you dream about, but you never really wonder if you can actually achieve. I mean, it, it's, there are not many places in America that have these kinds of offensive weapons over and over and over and over again. Um, I just hope that we don't get too used to it because it really is unbelievable to me. Yeah, look, Buckeye Nation, if you're listening or or watching uh, here on YouTube, enjoy it. Just enjoy it because in the transfer portal era, in the ever-fluid current era of college football portal or otherwise, even in in just recruiting, this doesn't happen. You know, again, this isn't happening really – I would say anywhere. USC is not doing this, even with a reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Georgia's not doing this with with two rings in the last two years. Uh, Alabama's not doing this at this position this consistently. And it's not just Midwest guys like like Mylon Graham. Jeremiah Smith is from South Florida. You, you dipped into IMG Academy last year. Brandon Ennis, another South Floridian. Uh, Noah Rogers from North Carolina. I mean, th- this is from all over the place. Of course, you know, the state of Texas always has something to say relative to Ohio State recruiting. So enjoy it while, while you got it, because it's atypical of college football. And, and again, especially this day and age, I think we got a, a taste of it a couple of years ago. 
the the stacked receiver room, Jamison Williams departs, and, and everything's kind of okay for everyone. We, we could see something like that going forward, but you have to have immense talent for that process to even become a possibility. And at wide receiver, yeah, Ohio State is going to have several five stars on the bench over the next couple of seasons, and that's just not something, especially at wide receiver, that we typically say because, as you know, BG, that's one of the positions that as a true freshman, you you can make an impact in a hurry. It's one that has been tailor-made for instant impact at Ohio State and everywhere else because you can create a package. You could kind of ease a, a player into a specific role, especially in, in the spread era of offensive football. But yet and still, even with that and a rotation on top of it, Ohio State's going to have some five stars on the bench at wide receiver. And that's just, again, that's not something we're going to see anywhere else really in the country, especially relative to Ohio State from a volume and consistency perspective. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, the best guys are going to get on the field, and at Ohio State, you, you can make an impact immediately if you're not the best guy in the room at your position. You can make an impact on special teams, and guys will regularly get on the field on special teams before they actually see the field on offense or on defense. Um, so perhaps we'll see you know, one of these five-star kids somewhere along the way getting opportunities to return kicks or punts or something of that nature. Or go block them um, like Chris Olave, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I, I want to turn the attention just for a second to the running back room. Um, we like to call our, our recruiting podcast Building the Buckeyes, so I don't want to be too wide receiver heavy here. Um, you know, you, you've got Dallin Hayden, who showed a lot of promise last year. Trey Henderson is is obviously back again. And and I when he's been healthy, he's been really, really good. Hopefully he can get – to, to full health this off season and, and really showcase what he can do. Um, looking forward to seeing what we're going to get from Evan Pryor this year, after he comes back from an injury that kept him out all of last season, I, I transition here into the newest Ohio state running back commit in James peoples and just kind of pose the question to you point blank. Where do you think he stacks up when I reference those other names when they were obviously big names coming in? Yeah, it feels like the receiver conversation. You're like, wow, uh, a lot of talent there. But look, Peoples obviously still has another year of, of high school ball to go here this fall. So maybe a couple of those names won't be around, you know, especially if Henderson has the kind of year with health that we would expect him to have. I could see potential movement there. But look, Peoples is, is no slouch. 2,000 yards last year in the state of Texas. You know, speaking of the Buckeyes from that state, uh, just a, a super productive back. Six foot, right around 200 pounds. 
but he's a track guy on top of it. Uh, and what I love about him is that he's a hurdler and a long jumper. So yeah, he can run and you, and you watch the tape and look, he's pulling away from uh, secondary players on routine, but when you're a hurdler, it brings a different level of, of contact balance, coordination, and cadence that really makes you calculated as a running back. And I love that element of James's game. It keeps his knees high in an upright running style that does fit a lot of the spread elements of the position. And maybe my favorite trait about him, Brendan, is he really gets to top speed in a hurry. So he's known for speed and he gets there by the time he's at the hole. And he comes from a spread system there in San Antonio as well. So the familiarity in that transition, I think, will help him potentially bridge the gap sooner than most at the position. So regardless of what that rotation looks like, I think there's a spot for James Peoples down the line. And, and he's also very comfortable out of the backfield as a receiver. So a very modern, uh, space-heavy, uh, pass-catch-friendly type of running back uh, with production and size to his name there as well. So um, we think this Buckeye running back class will probably grow. I think the plan is to take more than one running back in this class of 2024. But if your starting point is James Peoples, a blue chip, that you pulled away from the Texas Longhorns, who very much wanted him in the class, among many other programs, SEC and beyond, that's a heck of a starting point. And, and yeah, you expect that type of uh, prospect to navigate north to Columbus and, and make an impact sooner rather than later, like all of the running backs that you just mentioned. You know, we've we've obviously talked James Peoples, Jeremiah Smith, and and um, obviously Mylon Graham. The other guy that has committed to play in the All-American Bowl that is a current Ohio State commit is one of the top offensive linemen in the country, maybe the top offensive lineman in the country in, in Ian Moore. But he's not the only offensive lineman that the Buckeyes have signed so far. Uh, within the last couple of weeks, the St. Edward Eagle twins, Deontay and Devontae Armstrong, and also Mark Nave have all uh, committed to Ohio State. And so, you know, you got these skill position guys, right? But if if you don't have time to get them the ball or if you don't have holes in the offensive line for the guys to run through, it doesn't really matter much. And I think it's nice to see that, you know, now that Justin Fry has been in Columbus here for a little bit, um, you know, I think there are a lot of people that liked Coach Stud, but were ready to see what could happen and, and how that part of the of the team could be improved. I thought last year the offensive line played well, and now Justin Fry is proving that, hey, I, I can bring in some really high-end guys too. And early and local, right? Some, some of the – key points in it's like there's always a counter right when ohio state is rolling it's recruiting so well nationally that locally i would imagine there's a little bit of a hey you know what about the ohio kids what about the midwestern yeah. kids and look at this recent run of pledges outside of people's it's the armstrong twins as you mentioned from uh lakewood st edward uh, nave is in state uh, as well and and then moore and graham are are from indiana so so all in that midwestern classic conventional Big Ten footprint. Uh, but yeah, on top of that, you, you've basically built the foundation of an offensive line with four commitments to date. Uh, you know, the Armstrong twins could theoretically be your, your bookend tackles. And I think uh, both Ian Moore and Nave have a lot of interior ability, potentially some center stuff in their game as well. And we know the Buckeyes are, are coveting a few more offensive linemen there along the way. So you, you've got to bring in beef every single cycle and, and Fry is doing some, some closing earlier in the cycle than most to the point where you're like, Hey, without even looking very deeply, Ohio state's probably got the biggest and best O-line group already established in this class of, of 2024. And, and size isn't an issue 
with this group. They all go 6'5 or better, all around that 300-pound mark as well, but not too heavy to where you got to shed weight on them once they do get to Columbus for good. So about as ideal a start at any position as you could have expected. It's just not as sexy and glamorous as as five-star receivers running around. Sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, let's kind of wrap up by projecting forward a little bit. Um, obviously there's a, a big commitment date on Saturday that I know Ohio state fans are watching, but even beyond that, uh, what, uh, what are, what are we supposed to be watching here? Well, yeah, all eyes are on Aaron Nolan. There, there's no doubt after last weekend, uh, kind of the long anticipated scholarship offer that everyone knew was kind of already there was extended in person during a two day visit up to Columbus for Uh, the Georgia state champion quarterback, who's a lefty, by the way, that could be interesting uh, in years to come should he select the Buckeyes. But yeah, he he got the offer in hand. Ohio State was the last visit, and and he had already set an April 8th verbal commitment date going into that trip to Columbus. I think reemphasizing the fact that the scholarship offer from Ryan Day and company was to be expected. His camp certainly did. Family was there. Um, you know, his former high school teammate, Jelani Thurman, who's on campus, was certainly uh, waving the, the scarlet and gray flag there uh, as well. So I think there's a lot of anticipation with Nolan. And even since the Peoples and Mylon Graham verbal commitments, you've seen the Ohio State group kind of say, we're building up, but all eyes are kind of on you. You know, I think Ian Moore's tweet uh, on on Tuesday night after Graham committed was all these receivers and linemen, all we need is our quarterback. And he tagged Aaron Nolan and Jeremiah Smith was telling them to come on home as well. So a lot of um, internal buzz uh, for Nolan to be that guy. But look, this isn't a, a walk in the park for Ohio State at quarterback, right? We, we know Clemson, Alabama, Texas A&M, Miami, Arkansas, a lot of schools have prioritized Nolan for a very long time. Uh, yet and still, Ohio State was certainly a program he had to get to before his verbal commitment date. Uh, and obviously he got the offer in person, which to me, BG, it hits different, right? I mean, you, you've got a bunch of scholarship offers. You, you're a state champion. You're a top 100 recruit. All of these things that bring uh, hype and buzz and all of that. But when when a, a college football playoff type coach tells you in person, hey, I want you to be the next face of, of this program while you're there. I mean, I just think from a human perspective as a 17 year old, that's got to hit a little bit different. So I think the timing there for Ohio state is going to be really critical leading up to, to this decision. And I expect Ohio state to be the pick after checking with some sources, both before and after that scholarship offer went out. And with what happened in the class of 2023, for Ohio State at quarterback with the Brock Glenn commitment, decommitment, and then in 24 with Rayola decommitting in December, you know this staff wants to be done at the position as early as possible. So it's great to have momentum and bring in a bunch of verbal commitments, but when you're doing so at premium positions and or filling needs and headaches even along the way, it it does feel uh, like a bigger priority for this coaching staff. So I think the timing of, of this run would be fitting to have the, the the QB one of the future potentially right in the fold uh, in the middle of said run, but it's certainly not going to be the end, at least for what we expect for Ohio state on the trail. Um, there's other running backs out there. The secondary is starting to heat up from a recruiting perspective. The number one recruit in the country, Dylan Stewart just set his official visit to Ohio state for June. He took an unofficial in March and said it was eye opening. So the Buckeyes, have captured some momentum there with another Larry Johnson recruit. So this is going to apex in a big way between now 
and those June official visits. And I think the Ohio State class is going to start to contend for the top spot in the country ahead of the 2023 season. And again, that's about as ideal as any coaching staff could hope for. I, uh, I always know that um, this is a fun time of year because there's so much hope around what the next uh, season could hold. And the reality is you're, you're kind of just about exactly halfway through the off season. If you want to think about it that way from where you were in, in, you know, early January to um, the fact that camp starts, you know, in, in basically four months um, you're, you're close to that halfway point. And I think there's a lot of people that are still feeling the sting a little bit of what happened down in Atlanta. Sure. Um, it's going to hurt for a little while, but um, there's always optimism around what's to come with Ohio State football when they start pulling in guys uh, like they have here recently. John Garcia Jr. with all the latest, as he always has it, over on BuckeyesNow.com. Check it out. We've got uh, a daily recruiting tracker up, so um, every single day we'll put up some new news, whether it's uh, different rumors about guys that, that um, you know might be interested, anything from that to actual planned visits to uh, of course, commitments and uh, all the analysis once guys do actually commit. Um, we've, uh, we've certainly got you covered with all the latest recruiting news, BuckeyesNow.com. All right, for John Garcia Jr., I'm Brendan Gulick. Thanks for hanging with us on our uh, Building the Buckeyes episode of the Buckeye Breakdown podcast. We'll see you again real soon as Ohio State gets ready for the spring game in just a week and a half.